Hey, rock stars, welcome back to the Retail Leasing Playbook Podcast, where I go through chapter by chapter of my new book, The Retail Leasing Playbook, and share with you the tips of each chapter and sometimes throw in a few stories that may or may not have been in the book. Today, we will be going over chapters 16 and 17. Chapter 16 is use this top five uses form to devise a prospecting strategy. And chapter 17 is learn your health ratios. Your health ratios determine your prospect success as an ability to pay rent. So top five. So once you've done your market study and then you've analyzed your product being the market and also your property, you've memorized your exclusives, you've studied the lease, it's time to finally devise a prospecting strategy. Aren't you excited? I am. I love prospecting. But before you venture out, you need to know which tenants you want to go after that you think will be successful in your particular shopping center. So what I suggest is just pick one of the centers that you lease. I know some of you lease 20 centers, some of you lease 30 centers, some of you lease four centers. Just for this exercise, pick one center. And then think about the spaces that you have to lease, the vacancies, any expirations coming up of tenants you think may or may not be renewing, especially if there's a vacancy next to them. Certainly you think about your demographics You think about the visibility and exposure because when you're putting your list of top five tenants to go after, do they need to be destination tenants or impulse tenants? Destination uses or impulse uses? At my center at Sawgrass Commons, we have five out parcels that block the visibility and exposure. So we can only go after destination uses. So once you have all of that to top of mind or in front of you in writing, now is the time to take the sheet that I have included in the book, which is just very easier. Take a sheet of notebook paper, put the name of the center at the top, and then list the top five uses that you want to go after. Be as specific as possible. So if you want, if you have a second gen restaurant space, don't just put restaurant, okay? Don't just put fast casual, put fast casual taqueria taqueria, or fast casual multi-location sub shop. You know, be as specific as possible. Um, And then once you have those five filled out, now is the perfect time to go market and target canvassing. If you remember, Target canvassing is taking one use that you have identified in your top five and going to visit all of those tenants in that use category in your submarket. So, for example, my uh, centers are in Broward County. And if I wanted to lease to a bike store, Target canvassing would be to go visit the 23 bike stores that are in Broward County. Okay, so doing picking the top five is helpful in so many ways because once you have your top five, 
You can now share that with neighbors, friends, peers, coworkers. You know, if you are in an office with 20 people and half of them are women, and one of the uses that you have on your top five list is nail salon, please go tell all of the women in your office that may or may not frequent a nail salon in your submarket that you're looking for a nail salon for XYZ Plaza because it's highly likely that they uh, you know, visit and frequent a nail salon and not that we want them to go canvas the nail salon for you, but they can certainly give you some feedback. They probably know who the owner is. They can get the owner's cards. One time I was looking for a hamburger joint and I reached out and told, started telling my neighbors and I was on a charity board and I was mentioning it to the charity, the people on the charity board that I was looking for a hamburger guy. And the next thing you know, like two or three weeks later, I get a call on a Sunday afternoon from one of my board members saying, did you say that you wanted a hamburger restaurant at Shops of Arrowhead? I said, I did. And she said, well, it just so happens we're sitting in one. The guy's got two other locations and he's interested. And he ended up signing a lease. And this was in an area that I'm not sure I would have ever gotten around to canvassing. Back then, we didn't do Facebook prospecting. So now, maybe I would have come across him had I been doing my Facebook prospecting. Because if I looked up hamburgers and someone had two locations, my guess is he would have popped up. So create your top five. It's like going on a trip, you know, without plans. How do you lease a center without knowing who you want to put in the center? So it's the roadmap to a future success and the better tenant mix you can curate in your property, the more successful the tenant sales will be, which leads us to the next chapter, chapter 17, which is understanding your occupancy cost ratio for your uses and your tenants, learning your health ratios. So we've all heard the same line over and over and over again in our career. It's too expensive. I can't afford it, yada, yada, yada. The rents are too high. Well, the rents are too high is the number one negotiating statement, which can be refuted if you have knowledge about sales versus rent ratio. I remember once I had a nail salon tell me that the rent was too high at 30 bucks a square foot. And then I said, well, what do you think you can do in sales? And she said, well, we do, you know, 800 to a million in our three locations. Well, $30 times 2,000 square feet is $60,000 a year divided by 800,000. Uh, is definitely in line of the cost-health ratio for a nail salon. Where do you find that information? You can Google that information, but there's also a book called Dollars and Cents. It was created by the ULI, Urban Land Institute. They stopped publishing it, I think, back in 08, but the information really hasn't changed that much, and I still use it and find it to be very valuable. So dollars and cents from the ULI, uh, and it, what it does is it includes all of the tenants and what they can afford to pay in rent with their average sales. 
So it creates a health cost ratio, which is so important. It's important for you to know that a pizza delivery guy can pay more than a bike store, that a jewelry guy can pay more than a furniture store, that a nail salon can pay more than a barber. So uh, understanding the health ratios of certain uses and then of course your tenants is crucial, crucial to the success of overcoming the obstacle of the rent is too high. It also helps significantly when you're doing renewals. I remember I had a hair salon years and years ago doing about 1.4 million and he was paying I think 20 in rent and I wanted to raise him I think to like 24 and he was having a cow and then I was able to show him how you know that that small that that was a sizable increase for sure but that he was I think in the 3 or 4 percentile of a health occupancy ratio which is was about 6 points lower than the average. So I was able to win that case. So understanding health occupancy ratio is crucial and all rockstar leasing agents need to know about that. So those are chapters 16 and 17. I hope you are enjoying this podcast. If you are, please subscribe. And if you can write a re- review, that would be awesome. And if you can post anything on social media about the podcast, I would really appreciate that too, because the more people that listen, the more of us become rockstar leasing agents, the more vacancies will be leased. And you know what happens when that happens? All of our rents go up. And that's what I'm all about. So thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.